0: everybody and welcome to another episode of Honest to Pod with me, Ashton McAllister. And me, Matthew Addy. Yay! And we're face to face! Yay! Yay! <laughs> um, yeah, and this is uh, episode, what did I say? Forty- 44. 44. Uh- We are here in London together, uh, in our new studio. It is like a studio I apartment. Like <laughs> 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 I'm going to ask Mark if we can
1: use it every week. He's yeah. <laughs> probably working it, like on the Monday evening, isn't it? So we could probably come here and do it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say, uh, McCabe, if you can now vacate your flat every Monday, we can use it as our recording studios, and you can charge us nothing. But we can charge you for saying that you use we use this thing.
1: Absolutely, we're quite it. Yeah. And then we can get to the pokers on Monday.
0: Yes. Because it's it's just around the corner. It's just around the corner. Yes. yes. Perfect. (laughs) It is perfect. Yeah, it is good. Um, So, yeah, welcome. So, uh, obviously, no episode for two weeks. That was just 100% Matt's fault. It was. Uh, It was always, it's always my fault. uh, I was packing up, two weeks ago, I was packing up to move. Here, the Monday, I moved on the Tuesday, and Monday night was just hectic, and we usually record on Monday, and we tried, oh, I planned to, but it fell, fell through. Uh, then last He had a big f- argument with his mum, but that was not <laughs> <a> going <good argument. laughs>
1: to say Another dramatic argument. This one was kind of serious.
0: This was quite a big one, and it was like, we were at Lockerheads. Lockerheads? Yeah, that's is that the right expression? Loggerheads. Loggerheads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were there, we were wherever it was. Um, right up until about half an hour before I left, because I was... Usually I would be give, the one to give in and be like, right, mum. But I was like, no. No, I, you would never. Hold on a second. Uh,
1: I do. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, you I You can't do. make bold statements. Like you with my mum, I would, yeah. Are you taking a beer? You, I do. Oh, okay. Anyway, carry on.
0: You're such a liar.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you would never give in with anyone. My mum, I would. I'm not going to sit and be angry at my mum forever, am I? Yes. No, 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 no. My You're mom, like, she not,
1: needs to learn her lesson over it is. and I'm like she's an old lady like, she's not
0: going to change <laughs> she's not that old I'm not going to reveal my mum <laughs> yeah, yeah um well okay there's times I I would say if my mom I am a more lenient I, I'm definitely not of other people okay I I'll 100% admit that I hold a grudge for time yeah, yeah. don't fuck me over <laughs> um but no, my mum, I'm usually pretty lenient, because I just think, in my head, I'm like, what if I die, and the last thing is that my mum and I are fine. It's true, no, it is. Um, I sometimes think that. I always do. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I feel really guilty, and I'm like,
1: oh, mum, I'm so sorry. I always make sure, like I say to my mum now, especially, that like our relationship's really good, make sure I love you, yeah. and stuff, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, try to be more attentive in that mm-hmm. respect. I, I always give my mum a kiss on the lips. Do you uh, do you kiss your mum on the lips? No. I always have done, yeah, even now. No. I don't mind. It's not weird. Do you think it's weird?
0: I don't... Uh, I don't know if it's weird. Did you do it growing up? As I, I always remember... I actually was thinking about this the other day. I always remember growing up, I used to kiss everyone on the lips. What do you mean everyone? Like, if I was to meet somebody, like my auntie or my cousin or whoever it was. I'm, I'm talking mm-hmm. like I was really young. I was like 15. <laughs> I still am really young, so I know it's hard to define. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, but I used to—I used to kiss people on the lips, and I remember at the time, my auntie said, "Oh, you only kiss the people you love on the lips," and I said, "But I love you all." Oh <laughs> my god! And she was like, I "No, I love you." <laughs> <laughs> That's so harsh. Yeah, but... <laughs> don't don't... Actually, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, she then. <laughs> yeah, none of us love you, Ashley. That's, that's so right. harsh. <laughs> so then I was disowned, and I moved out, and um, here I am. No, I did uh, she and I and she was like, I remember her saying it because it spreads diseases, and I was oh my goodness. I remember it so clearly, um, mm. and that just put the fear of me. She, she was you kiss you, you kiss people on the cheek. Okay. So I then from that day on I stopped kissing people on the lips, like, including your mum. Yeah, my mum, boyfriends, everyone just boyfriends. <laughs> oh God, no! no.
1: I, I st- find it weird with the gays. Like the gays, like only now am I getting kind of even recently. Sometimes because some people like I think with gay men, like quite often people kiss on the lips, right? sometimes it's people... Oh, all the time! Never. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Gets, like, <laughs> I'm no just... People's. I'm like... A... No, but people do it. And, I, and I never know when it's coming up because sometimes I feel like I have a decent relationship with some people but sometimes I'm not that close <laughs> and they come and kiss me on the lips and I'm a bit like... Okay. But then sometimes it comes on quite hot. Like, there's a guy called Nathan who's really hot and he always kisses me on the lips and I'm definitely down. I'm like...
0: Mm. But yeah, that's a bit weird. So I'm just drinking out of my chili bottle. My rip-off chili bottle. Um... Uh, yeah, um, no, I try and avoid, and do you know what? As a, as an adult now, I 100% try and avoid people kissing me on the lips that I don't know. 100%. That you don't know? Well, like, I wouldn't have somebody who I, well, I, not that I don't know, <laughs> I'm not going around kissing, like, everyone. Yeah. But I wouldn't have somebody like at the rugby club come and kiss me on the lips, even if I didn't know them. Like, it happens, it does happen often. There's one guy who does, and every time I'm sort of going to the side, I'm like, uh. Oh, yeah, no, I do. Well, now I do. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, yeah, For sure. Um, yeah, but it is people like that a bit. And then I'm a bit like, okay. I okay. always try to go like, angle my lips to go sideways, like around to the cheek. I'm like, mm. It doesn't really bother me now. But it's uh, when it used to happen, I'd be like Okay. I just don't want cold sores. I don't want
1: herpes. Uh, like... Adam, Adam's really like really precious about cold cells because when he gets a break, he has like 17 all all over his face. I've never had one in my life. That's bullshit. I have never, ever, 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 ever. You must have like an immunity. Isn't that a thing? People people are blessed. With some things. (laughs) You can't be completely blemish free. No, I mean, I'm cursed in other areas. I get cold cells if I drink a lot. And then if I get like cracked lips from being dehydrated, Mm. I tend to get that, but... I got a really bad one once from a guy. Well, no, because people like, oh, you shouldn't kiss anyone. And I'm a bit like, I don't care. Like, it's their business, not mine. If I got a bad cold sore, so i just went around like just like pulling people and stuff. Yeah, with my cold sores, and then oh. had this big open wound. One, once. And the guy was more than happy, and it was, it was like very obvious. And I was, like he was like, whatever. Did he? um lick <laughs> he your, say anything. Lick your wound. He's like, quite literally. Ugh. Quite literally, it was an open wound. <laughs> it was really bad. Was it was oozing. No, it wasn't oozing. Oh, this is disgusting. Just obvious, but it was a bit like... Because I was like, well, I'll just go for it. If he says, no, I don't want to kiss you, like, I'm like, fair. No. Nah,
0: fine. Fair that enough. This is years ago. This was a long time ago. So I don't kiss my mum on the lips. Mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, we had this argument. And then I did make up with her. And there was tears. It was the Tuesday before I was leaving. Well, Tuesday, the day, the day of I left. There was tears. Um, all very dramatic. But we're good. And I, I've sort of, in my head, similar to you, I like... Especially now in my later life, I like to say to my mom more that I love her, um, because I do, obviously. Mm. <laughs> uh, and I've I've committed to myself every week to send her a little letter, a little card, so, a handwritten letter. Yeah, that's a big commitment, babes. Well, I've one weekend I've done it, so I we'll see. Do you, do you have the cards ready? Because no. that make it easier instead of having to buy it every week or something. I'll go. I'll go buy a pack, but I'll really? like because at the minute I'm, I'm jobless. I spend my days wandering the streets of Soho. So it's just easy to go and look up a trick, trading tricks. Yeah, yeah. First free Starbucks. Um, so yeah, I just go back like I did it this week. Um, yeah, so it was good. Uh, so yeah, I had a fight with my mom Meet up. So that was then two weeks ago, and then last week, what were we doing last week? Well, last you made week plans of work. Yeah, well, I don't have I, basically last week because I don't have a job. I'm free all day. I. I joined this CrossFit gym, and they wanted to have like an induction meeting, which I thought was really cool, where they wanted to get to know me my training past, what my goals were. Um, so I had to sit down with one of the main coaches, and it was supposed to be half an hour, and it went on for an hour. Um, so I was late, and in that time, I just, because we were going to record a quick, quick episode. Just it would have been, yeah, it would have been tight. Yeah, because yeah, you had to go to the pub quiz. No, I had therapy. At half five. At six. Oh, uh, and then the pub quiz. Yeah, I got to the pub quiz. Yeah. I wasn't gonna to
1: go to the pub I wasn't gonna to go to the pub quiz. I was gonna only have therapy, but then as soon as you said that, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm gonna to go to the pub quiz.
0: Yeah, well I we, we met on Saturday, I think. I used I said go to the pub quiz because I had yeah, yeah. Uh, drinks of work um planned all my old colleagues who were from Australia. So um it was good. Anyway, so by the time the meeting ended, which overran, I was just like, man, I don't have any time. Uh I'm far, far, far too busy. Um sadly, so we didn't get to record then, so yeah it's sort of my fault pretty
1: much exclusively although i did win at the pub quiz which was really good so we've got a 50 pound bar tab you are welcome do you know if, if i hadn't let you go and said this record you wouldn't have got that i mean it didn't add anything to my life in that respect but um yeah it was fun it was a nice easy on and it's good it's a good pub quiz it starts at six thirty and finished at eight thirty, which is perfect yeah. for a monday you don't want to be out too late do you know what i mean yeah i like the pub quiz and i would like to go someday the pub is really good. It's called the Moortown Bell. It's near Wapping or St. Catherine's Docks. And it'll be a good place to watch rugby as well. It's a sports bar. And it's got loads of screens everywhere. Good space outside. Really large space inside. It's really good. We should keep it in mind for the World Cup. Yeah. I was going to look to book some the time there. So they do you like breakfast deals and stuff. Because, you know, the rugby's going to be on really early. Um, That's cool.
0: Yeah. Oh, shit. It's going to be. Oh, yeah. Japan time. Mad. Um... So how's your London life been? Well, this is it. Uh, it's been interesting. It's not my phone. I'm going to turn it's my, not my, mind, it, I'm right? turn my not- notifications off here. Um, yeah, it's it's been... <laughs> I'm not going to lie, it's been so overwhelming. I, I literally... the no- I, For the first week and a half, I was just tired the whole time. Why were you tired? Because it sounds weird, but London is so noisy. 100%. Background noise is all the time. It doesn't switch off. And I'm talking like sirens throughout the night, airplanes flying overhead. It's just... And you just s- don't get that at home at no noise? It might be an owl. Do you know what I mean? An <laughs> um, aisle. owl? owl um, no, you get some background, but not not to that extent. Like mm. More common not, if you go out past 10, 11 o'clock, there's not a car in the road. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's fairly quiet. Uh, so compared to this, I was just... And I know it's weird because I know I come back and I stay and it doesn't, it doesn't affect me but usually when I'm back I'm really, really drunk so it just doesn't matter. Mm. But this time I've, I've not drunk it much since I've come back. I've actually avoided, not avoided but I've made conscious choices to be out and not drink just because I just want to, because I'm not sleeping the best, I don't want to also be hungover. Um, so that that's one thing. Uh, I'm so also used to just jumping in the car and driving around that I walk a lot more here, mm. um, my legs have been so sore, so, so sore, muscles have been aching. It's crazy. It's mad, um, and these are all things I used to do all the time, and I just, it's just, I'm out of. Well, the weight's just gonna drop off then if you're walking around legs. I'm sure, because obviously you're not started at the CrossFit yet. I went to one class, and then I went to my first rugby training the same day, and I think that's also wrecked my legs, because I was so messed up, and then mm. i I got two massive blisters on my toes. So I was thinking, because I've got, a, 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 did you see my Instagram
1: post about my toenails? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and um, <laughs> we both having feet issues rugby, so in June, in Dublin, you know, I showed you that, I showed everyone well, on my Instagram had that swelling in my leg, yeah, and it spreads, I had an injury, a big, big like internal bruise, and then the bruising spread up, and basically all the bruising went down to the literally the tip of all of my toenails, and then all the way up to my knees, and then so I ended up having like, two bruised big toenails like really bad so today I'm in bed and it's been black ever since not nice and I was a bit like oh man right in town for the summer and like you know I have horrible feet Ooh, I know I know I know but you know what I can't not wear flip-flops it's too hot and I like flip-flops but it it is is. disgusting um and I'll post (laughs) (laughs) I have to vote no in your question no definitely vote yes and um I woke up today and the toenail was missing Oh. Off my foot. So I was like, someone was supposed to come around this afternoon. Oh. Uh, like, who? Tell me who. Like the plumber? The plumber was supposed to come around I... to fix something. What was he going to fix? Uh, he was going to lay down some pipe. Uh, because... On a bank holiday, that's good service. Great service. Oh. Great service. I got paid double. But it's you... okay. Alright. <laughs> and... Um, I was looking for the toenail in my bed last like, night. Where the fuck is this thing? Ooh. It must be somewhere because it certainly was there when you left last night, right? Yeah. It was there, I think. I don't know. Yeah, no, obviously you don't know. Maybe you didn't. <laughs> but my black toenail was there somewhere. I can't find it? And you um, don't want the plumber to find it in your bed? What? Wouldn't that be disgusting, right? If I'm like, okay, come to my bed. <laughs> the pipes are just behind it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just move the covers and then yeah. my black toenail just shows up. Yeah, that'd be grim. So yeah, so I cancelled the plumber because I couldn't find the toenail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't find the fucker. It's so weird. She's missing. Yeah, and now I've got this like all this blood or something on my fucking toenail, mm. which I just need to clean now. You just so. Oh, that okay. That's all like blood underneath, so I just need to get rid of that. It will come off, and then I'll have like a normal toenail that's smaller than regular toenails because it needs to grow out. Mm. But it happens in rugby now that you drive rugby. Like, sometimes it does happen, like people treading on your feet and mm-hmm. you get loads of breezing and stuff, and it's not nice to have. No. But
0: when I ran the marathon, a couple of my toenails popped off. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not nice. It's, yeah, no, it's horrible. It's horrible yeah. But nothing you can do here. It is what it is. Yeah. So we both got feet problems. Yeah. It's funny, I've told today because now I'm back in London, I have downloaded a couple of apps.
1: Yay! And uh, I was chatting to somebody this morning. I saw Ash on scruff. <laughs> it was a great picture. Well done.
0: You do create great pictures, huh? I, I, yeah. I, do. Like, I do. I do. <laughs> what I was going to say is the pictures are misleading a lot. Like, you think so? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got, you purposely choose misleading pictures? No, I, <clears throat> pictures of me make me appear hotter than what I do in real life. So that's what you're saying? You choose yeah. pictures
1: that don't accurately reflect what you look like in person?
0: Well, no. I, so you're
1: catfishing. It's not, my,
0: it's not my fault every picture of me looks good. You don't think you look good in person? No, I don't think I do. Okay, fair. I agree. Um, (laughs) um, So I was chatting to this guy today. Ooh. And... um, What's his name? I... I don't know. (laughs) I don't know his name. I forgot to ask. Uh, And he was saying... um, He was saying that he's into feet. I was saying the same thing today. To
1: who? (laughs) <laughs> oh, What's his name? <laughs> Not to, to someone that we talked to. He's actually one, um, one of the stories we gonna talk about in Agony Ash. Oh. Um, but because I posted my feet on Instagram. And then he was like, oh, I know he hates feet. I know that already. Mm. Um, so I sent him a picture of my feet, which are horrible. Mm-hmm. At the they are. But they're horrible. <laughs> you keep looking at my feet. Um, and he was like, disgusting. And I was like, because I quite like feet. I said, I'm a stone's throw away from like a fetus because I don't want to have sex around feet. No, but I do appreciate nice feet. Nice feet are cute. Yeah. I think they're cause they're rare. They are. They are. Do you know they what they mean? really are. Okay. Especially when a handsome guy has awful feet and hands. Oh, like,
0: that's really disappointing. I've got lovely feet, except for the big. Do you think so? I think I've got really cute feet. You think so? I do. I think they are really cute. Okay. <laughs> Not to be smug. They're a bit stubby, but okay. Um, and you shave the top of your feet? Oh, no, I don't shave
1: them. That's just no hair. Okay. Ashley's just showing me his feet as well. Um, he's got two big blisters.
0: dainty wee feet, look at them. <laughs> cute. They're cute as shit, those feet. Oh my goodness.
1: Um, There's we... like no veins, they're like, like child's feet. You know, like they're just smooth and
0: tough. Yeah, they do. They're so white as well. Yeah. Um, weirdly, in Nashville, somebody I hooked up with, which was a photograph taken of in the. Do you know him? Do you yeah, him? yeah, yeah. He was in the feet. But he like licking feet? He licked your feet? He had licked my big toe. I'd be down. It felt weirdly amazing. 100%, I'd be so down. I was just like, oh my god, don't stop. Ah! <laughs>
1: so yeah. Would you lick someone's feet if they said? No. You
0: wouldn't? Uh, depends. I wouldn't again lick a random person's foot. I'd have to like straight out of a club. If you went home, I'd be like, no.
1: <laughs> Sweaty. No, you need to wash. Yeah, but if I'd known they'd washed or something, you know, like in the morning, you know, someone stays over and you end up having sex in the morning or something, but they had a shower. Or, I don't know, something like that. A partner's foot.
0: I'd I, probably like a partner's foot. I
1: don't. Or I somebody some,
0: somebody I'm intimate. Yeah, exactly. In fact, yeah, I'm not. I'm, yeah, depends on the foot. I'd have to see the foot, yeah, if it was something like
1: green nails or, or, or. 100% no. Of course I wouldn't. Um, anyway, so you said this guy, said he, was, he just randomly said, were you talking about No, sex we're, ch- we're
0: chatting about it. He's like, what, what are you into? And I'm like, he says, do you have any kinks? And I'm like, oh God, no, not that of. No course you hope. don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. No, no, not that I know of. And he, I was like, what about you? And he's like, he's into this, this um, feet. And I was like, oh, you don't like these feet, not these blisters. Maybe he likes blisters. I didn't actually say that, but I was just in my oh. head thinking, Jesus, no, you're not going to like these feet. I don't think feet is that kinky.
1: Obviously, we've spoken about kinks and stuff before, but... Mm. Um, no, I'll, I'll be done. But I don't find them sexually attractive. I'm, I, it's more like I find them appealing in some way.
0: Mm. It's sort of to me. <clears throat> I wouldn't look at someone's God, they have nice feet. A hundred percent. But it. if you'd seen some, you would. To them. No, but I would. If, if, say, if we we're in the park and you walk past, i be like, oh, god, look at his feet. I wouldn't be like that. I'd be like, Ugh. I'd more. I'm more likely to pick up an ugly feet, which makes me appreciate good feet rather than just seek out good feet I wouldn't say to Ash, look at his feet
1: but I would think oh that's a nice feet I hope he's handsome <laughs> and then he won't be and I'm like oh well that's yeah, a surely it. you look at the face first before you look at the feet I look at everyone's feet the same way I look at everyone's dick and their ass no matter what really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. yeah but sometimes when someone's really ugly I'm like oh I don't want to look at their feet and I end up doing it anyway <laughs> just because it's just like a habit mm. but yeah it wouldn't turn me off It'd have to be some really bad feet for someone who was hot to then be like, oh. But it'd very, very turn me off. But someone who was ugly, I shouldn't say ugly, someone I didn't find attractive, um, end up having good
0: feet, I'd be a bit like, hmm, interesting. I remember when we were in Bali and Dave, Dave, who else? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you can just hate his feet. <laughs> you're so brutal right? Dave who I'm staying with my lovely friend Dave who's let me live in his house thank you uh, free, I'll add <laughs> um, he him and I went for some pedicure because of like 50p yeah, yeah. and um, no, okay, okay, yeah. and the little lady who had to do Dave's foot was this she just they're all like usually really happy because you know they want the tip and whatever which is fine the, the woman who had my foot was like A blah 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 chatting away to me and Bla, blah 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 doing this doing that and then Dave got out of his feet <laughs> The, the woman had to do just her face just dropped <laughs> <laughs> and you book it like you do the pedicure and they say it's going to be like 30 minutes whatever it is and like they do all these different things inside the 30 minutes mm. one of the which is filing the dead skin off 30 minutes filing Dave's dead skin off she didn't get anything else done didn't get the nails done and then it was just she <laughs> only got one of those blades because sometimes it's really thick so one of my ex-boyfriends had
1: like really hard skin so they got a blade and like cut it off um instead of sanding it down because it's just so, so thick. I have a blade. I have a blade for my calluses in my hand. Is that like that curved one? Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, oh, okay. I tried to do it myself, so I got the blade for myself and started doing it. Although I've got really soft feet, so despite my toenails at the moment, I normally have really beautiful feet, really soft because I like to um, moisturize them and, and do it on my own. So I used to get a blade. Mm. One time, I must. Have, my skin is quite thin. It's not that much thick skin and I cut my feet and they fucking would not stop bleeding. I mean, uh, the, the, the bathroom was blood everywhere. I was like, Adam. I kept call Adam because when we lived together. And, and I was soaking in the bath because they just wouldn't stop bleeding. There was blood everywhere. I got a towel, tried to stop it. I tried to wrap them up. It was a fucking massacre. And I was like, let me do the other toe. And I did the same thing to the other toe. I think there was like a little chink in the blade or something. Mm-hmm. And I should have changed it. Um, and I haven't done it since because it was everywhere and it took about a week and a half because it's your feet at the bottom, all the blood goes there. Mm. So when I was living my normal life and like put my shoes on, um, cause I was at work, I couldn't wear like flip flops or something. It's my socks would just get fully like bloody. Mm. Cause there's so much pressure as well. Going yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. So it just took ages to like heal because mm. it was such an awkward position, but I did normally like to have a pedicure for sure. I've not had one since Bali. That was years ago. Yeah, five five years. Oh my goodness, I had one last. No, oh, this year I had one this year, and she she put a bit of color on. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, I like I was thinking about getting color for my my big toenails now because I was like, because I say so like breeze and stuff, but it would be awkward.
0: I wouldn't let anyone near that.
1: Oh, uh, look at that! That wasn't like the everyone one. What's wrong with this one? It's all dented. That's because of the the rugby. Yeah, there. What am I supposed to do? There's nothing I could do. She needs to grow out.
0: Okay. Do you know Mickey's daughter paints Mickey's nails? Two. She's a a child, like is it? Four or five are they? yeah. She's four or five, and it's so cute. She like gets the pink nail polish out. And she goes sat and be paint the nails. It's like all the way up the foot. I <laughs> <laughs> would do the same thing. It's yeah, really hard to do. I'm jealous. I'm like, Leah, do my feature now. No. <laughs>
1: So you've been in London for two two weeks. And, two
0: weeks more. Two weeks. Okay. Yeah. me, it's blown in.
1: Yeah, yeah. and apart from this foot guy, there's been no one else on the cards on the tables. Table on the cards.
0: On um, the there's no there's uh there's been no other cards on the table. Is that an expression? Cards on the table for sure. There's been no cards on the table. You need to get um unicorns again. Ah <sighs> no, I've had no one. I bought Dave unicorns and I could have brought it with me. That last night if I known you didn't have it you played a great game though, Tower 4 that was I'm so good. much fun I'm, I'm obsessed with the switch yeah, definitely get one. yeah, I'm going to get one I think don't detract from what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was trying really
1: hard <laughs> I know not to put undue pressure on you but it's been two weeks it's like that holiday thing and I don't know why I continue to do it with saying you've got to have sex within two weeks of being in London but it's quite different from being in Limavady I guess because there, there's not there's
0: many there's people options. here yeah, yeah. Um, I've not had sex with anyone I've not met anyone uh, for sex. And I've not been out clubbing to meet people. Um, There's a guy I met in Dublin at rugby. Oh. Uh, and I've met him a couple of times for coffee. So, That's should it. we talk about this now? Talk about what? Well, and
1: one of my friends at work was talking about this because there's a guy at work who is... Started looking up with this guy that she'd known years ago, years and years ago. And he kind of part lives in Seattle, part lives here. Okay. And my other friend at work was like, oh, she needs to stop seeing him. She's like, why? And it's like, because we think that he's in a relationship. So essentially cheating on his partner. And oh, then okay. the girl that's doing it at work says, well, that's his business, not mine.
0: Thoughts, Ashley? Have you ever experienced something like this in your life? <laughs> um, me and my ex used to have massive arguments about this. Because I personally don't think it's any—it's not my problem if somebody else has got a partner. It's definitely nothing to do with me. Um, I wouldn't feel any guilt over... Absolutely not. No, of course not. I mean, first of all, I don't know the parameters of anybody else's relationship. They might be an open relationship. Um... Is that what he told you? Uh,
1: no. Oh. Oh, sorry. I was talking about my friends, my other friends.
0: <laughs> Tanya, right, you're really confusing me here. Um, uh, no, so I, my ex is all like, "A hundred percent, you should feel guilty." I'm like, "Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Like, nope, not a way." The thing that I would try and do is I wouldn't want to get involved in someone's drama. That's the no. thing that would get me. Like if it's quite messy
1: in some way, um, and especially if it's close to home. Like this situation is a bit different because. They think that this guy's partner lives in Seattle. Right, okay. So you know, there's no like chance of this like I don't know, them crossing paths in some way with a partner. But even then So it's less messy in that respect without you getting caught up. Not that it should change anything. But I think this issue is their their issue.
0: Yeah, I would say as long as the person's not getting with that person <clears throat> with the intention to be in a relationship with them. What if that
1: person? Okay, so the person that she's getting with. What if he lied about his relationship status? How would that make you feel on receiving end? If you're like you know the bit on the side.
0: I mean, I wouldn't if they if they they were lying. I wouldn't know they were lying, so it wouldn't really change the way I thought. And if you didn't find out they were lying. Oh, you find out they were lying. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I probably wonder why. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it seems a bit weird as adults, like you lie about things like that. But I think that would turn me off for sure, right? If they were lying
1: about because I'd be like, well, "What are you like?" Because lying is like a trait, like it's a behavior, isn't it? Yeah. Right. So if they're lying to their partner, they're lying to you. Then I'd be like,
0: "It's well, it's not a good foundation for anything, isn't it?" No. No. So. God, lucky I'm not in that situation. <laughs> So lucky.
1: So lucky you're not in that situation, actually, because... Was that your agony, Ash? That wasn't my agony, Ash, oh, actually. It was yeah. just something that had come up yesterday when we were at a flight club and I was talking to my friend at work. Oh, okay. And I know you were there because you had a similar situation. No. But you were thinking about a similar situation that
0: someone else had had. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I... I don't know. Each their own, you know what I mean? But you're right, I wouldn't want to get in, caught in between anybody else's relationship drama. No, not at all. Not if they had some sort of understanding of or... But if they wanted to have a fight in front
1: of me, I'd just happily eat the popcorn and watch. Ah! Ah, I'd love that sort of shit. It'd be love so it. good. Love it.
0: You don't. oh uh, you never watched Love Island. I watched two episodes of Love Island whilst you're on holiday, and I voted twice. Yeah. Why? And you never said this. Well, because we we've, don't think we've recorded. No, we have recorded once. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Um. I watched. Yes, I did. I watched. Basically, <clears throat> we were out. We were running my friend exercise house. And Sarah was there, and she's a massive Love Island fan. And we were totally taking the piss out of Sarah, because it was... What happened in this episode was <clears throat> Tommy and the girl he was with... Molly Mae. Or whatever. Um, They had gone out for this dinner date, and then... Curtis mm-hmm. totally called that he was gay. Well, he's coming out by or something, hasn't he? No, he just won't say. No, he... Did he? Oh, He's being asked
1: and he's not confirming nor denying. It's kind of like when Mika, you know, that artist came out saying like, I don't need Uh, to tell you what my sexual preference is, which I think is fair, but he's not going out of his way to say, no, in fact, I'm completely straight. Like he's not
0: confirming or denying anything. I call Curtis is not completely straight. 100%. Oh my God. We Um, all know that. Yeah. I thought, okay. I thought I was like really clued in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everyone Um, in on the first episode. And then what else happened So anyway, and then we had to it was the week before I think it was the Friday before the final. And then we Emer at work took my phone. Well asked me to download the Love Island app so she could vote. So I voted for who won?
1: Um Amber and the other Irish guy. The Irish guy,
0: yes, I voted that's who. I we would say for. Craig, but that's not true. The doctor Greg. Greg. No, rugby player. Yeah, no yeah. yeah. Is he a doctor? No. R- lawyer. Lawyer. I think he's training up to be something else. Yeah, yeah he's trained to be... Fit. Yeah, voted for him twice. And they won. Yeah. And we're talking about how in Love Island, it's always the couple on the right that win. But this is the kind of first year that it didn't. And we're like, yeah, go Greg or Craig or whoever it is. And Amber. Was that the point of the story? Because that wasn't what I was going to talk about. No, we just I was just saying i would watched Love Island. Uh, okay. <laughs> There's
1: a situation where this guy... Can I was... just say, I didn't like Love Island either. It was pretty shit. Yeah, you haven't watched the episodes. You need to get the whole context no. for it. Um, but basically the situation where like this girl was an innocent bystander in this couple where, um, this couple were together and then Anna and Jordan, and Jordan told her the day before that he wants to in a relationship with Anna. The next day he goes up to another girl and says, basically, I don't like Anna. I want to get with you. Then Anna comes over and starts screaming her head off. And then this girl, innocent bystander who was just like, I don't know why he came up and told me that he likes me. He was just sitting there and watching the drama. So her partner comes up and just removes her like delicate out of the way. But she got caught in the crossfires just because of, like, their whole situation where he was lying to her. So it's kind of similar to, like, the situation at work where they... It's both interesting to get caught in the drama, for sure, but not to be, like, a part of it. Because mm. I do like watching that shit. There's an American one now called Are You The One? It's been on... There's a, Well, it's been on for eight seasons. But this season, it's similar to Love Island. They're doing, like, a queer version, which Oh, that's is, good. Yeah, different. So it is different, yeah. And, um... So there's a potential for anyone in the house to be a match for anyone else in the house, because there's like um, a mixture of non-binary, sort of gender fluid, pansexual, bisexuals, all sorts in there. Mm -hmm. What's quite interesting though is because we've had this conversation about using the word queer, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that like the lead singer of Years and Years uses that word a lot and is a big fan of like reclaiming the word and stuff. And I think I think you might have said that you're not a huge fan of using the word. Um, at the
0: time at the I time yeah because yeah, yeah. I, I change my mind every day like I don't know Which but at just, the time I like, it's weird I don't know it's one of those things where I can understand why people do but I also don't like I don't get it well they say it on the show a lot right and the person that told me about the show is
1: one of my oldest school friends who's straight a uh, straight male and then I started saying to him like oh it's so great it's a queer version so then he was like talking about it at work and then he said queer a few times because they say it all the time on the show yeah. And then he messaged me, he's like, Matt, is it okay if I say queer? Because I kind of said it at work and a couple of people thought it was really uncomfortable. And I was like, that's so interesting. Because they say it on the show a lot. He's watching the show. Loves the show, completely open as a person. Mm. They say it. Mm. He's not saying it in a wit like um, a derogatory way. Mm. But it was uncomfortable for him and for others. And I was like, well, just say like non-conventional or something like that. If it's easy. And he said, yeah, he'll probably say that. But he felt a bit uncomfortable because people were uncomfortable with him saying it.
0: But he wasn't saying it in any other way. What do you think about that? I think it's because you have you have shows like Queer Queer Eye, yeah, and Queer Spoke, um, and they have pushed the they pushed the word to be more liberal. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's weird because it is still used as a derogatory. Um, He's saying, "Oh, the show has queers in it, but, but people from the queer society,
1: you know." And but that's what they say, and that, yeah, they say it, but yeah. it when really you say it like that,
0: like yeah, quite interesting. I yeah I mean that's weird because that's so weird I would I don't know I would just I don't like the word either but I, I, yeah I don't like it that even hearing that would make me feel uncomfortable there. But he's not trying to say it. you know. No like I, I know I, like, I, he's like saying basically people of mixed.
1: And I was saying the word to him. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel uncomfortable saying it. I don't I don't like it. But then if it was a straight white male saying to me like are oh, these queer folk I'd be a bit like oh I wouldn't I would be a bit like what context are you saying this. You know, and he's saying it to other straight people. Well, just anybody's straight, not straight white male. He's a straight white male, that's why I said that yeah, more okay. than like all straight white males. But you don't need to get defensive about being a oh, white male. <laughs> anyway, I just thought it was an interesting um, conversation, which we're not really going to. But I, I, I never thought about it as we were speaking. We were speaking. He says, "I said queer." He then said queer because we were talking about it in, in that context. I was a bit like,
0: "Yeah, it makes sense to me." I don't. I won't use. I don't use the word for time yet. I'm not. I thought I was softening to it, but then just hearing that, I was like, ooh, no, I'm not. Yeah. But I thought non-conventional would be a way of saying
1: it. Non-conventional would be a good yeah, way. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's a good way. Um, did you want to do your Agony Ash? Okay. I'm going to read it out loud. Um It's not just Agony Ash. It's, we need to think of it. It's not just me. It's me and you. So It's short, It's easy
1: to say Agony Ash and Big Mom and Matt. But maybe we should have like a... Oh my God, we should record... Now we do it in person. We should record like a little thing.
0: Yeah, Agony
1: then. Ash. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Make a jingle. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, okay, so this is from CRMB, who's been one of our loyal followers since we started. What I'm trying to know who that is. Um, I won't say his full name, just for oh, okay, a but I know him, yeah. So, um, I know this person, I don't think you know him in person. He doesn't live here, oh, okay. he isn't, um, just outside of Dublin, okay, but you wouldn't have met him, right? Okay, um. So he's been in a job in his job for nine months, and he told his boss he wasn't happy because it's quite isolating and slow-paced. It's a good opportunity um, for his CV, but is it worth putting up with the dread, um, or should he bail? And then he goes and say, so he's a probation officer working in a sex offender prison. The work is predominantly risk assessments and reintegration, but I also do um, sex offender treatment group twice a week. Um, They work with offenders who have post-release supervision. So every year, this year he has six cases and next year he'll have seven, which is not a lot considering in his previous work, he had um, 20-plus caseload. The job he's doing is more task-centred and he likes to be busy all the time, where this is more therapeutic and that's not what he wants to specialise in. He's not happy here, but he won't get another opportunity like this and it'll be another two years before he gets to move at the earliest. So he doesn't like his job. It's a good opportunity, CV-wise, but the work is not fulfilling. And if you're there for you know, a minimum of two years, should you put up with it? Mm-hmm. Or should you look for other opportunities?
0: Um, uh, whenever I look at my own job, I look at things like... I look at pay, the projects, and the people. Okay. And I'm willing to sacrifice one of them for the other two. If you get all three, perfect, but I'd happily sacrifice one for the other two. If you're sacrificing two, it's a no-go. So putting my template, I don't know if it translates well into this, but project sounds like it's not his bag. Mm. Pay, I know he didn't disclose, but that's up for him to, I guess, to measure up if it's worth the salary. I imagine if he's saying it's a good opportunity I mean, maybe pay is not just pay, but it's the payback you get as well. So it sounds like it's going to be good for a CV. Um, And people, I mean, again, in my people, it's the people I work with. Mm -hmm. I don't work with, well, I guess I work with clients. Um, So yeah, I would look at it that way. If you're saying you get up with a sense of dread to go to work, it's not a good sign. And I would probably say that over overrides everything. It sounds like, in my opinion, it's not what you want to be doing right now. And, um, it did, I, what do you know what age is? Yeah. Slightly
1: younger than me. So I want to
0: say 30, 20, 29,
1: 30. Yeah, 29, 30. I don't oh. know the exact age. Slightly um, younger than me.
0: There's a long work ahead <laughs> of you. So I would say also the investment might be good. If you can grim and Barrett for two years if it's going to look that good on yours i mean i don't know what the line of right mm. what this means in your cv but if it's going to look really good in five years time and help you get a better pay then maybe it's worth investing for the future because sometimes you just need to build that strong cv um so i don't know it's a tough one
1: I think it's definitely a tough one. I think it's what a lot of people go through in adult life, isn't it? As you start considering like careers as opposed to jobs. Yeah, 100%. Um, and what's best for you going forward. For me, like I consider some of those things like pay is important in some way, but more so like what you can get in the future less so than what the pay is in the moment. I think the people make the job regardless of whether it's a, something that's quite fulfilling and like. You know, if you work with people that you enjoy, both your colleagues, but also, you know, I like, I like working hospitality for one, one of the main reasons is because of the interesting people that you meet Mm -hmm. and the variation, because it's never really consistent. You know, if you work in like an office space or something, you might end up seeing the same people all the time. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I enjoy about the work that I've always done is the fact that I do come across different people and whether it's working in a, you know, a prison or something, you do still come across different stories, I would say, you know. Um, and interesting people for sure regardless of the situation um, and honestly I think I think you're right two years in the grand scheme of things is a relatively short amount of time and I think you need to try and find I, I think for two years two or three years you can grin and bear it mm. if you can see something coming
0: from it you're focusing on what's coming yeah yeah
1: and and there are other focuses like other people around you that are more interesting can you still learn from some of the certain situations
0: mm-hmm.
1: um that being said i think there's and i've done it a couple of times at work and it kind of helps me refresh myself Is like i actually end up applying for work i've applied for other jobs mm-hmm. i haven't and i've had offers mm-hmm. and i've had rejections but it was interesting to see where i stood in terms of like the job market because it helped me put it into a better context. If because if I'm like okay, this opportunity isn't great, and then I started applying for jobs for things that I wanted to do, and realised that I didn't have the experience or the qualifications, or you know I need to spend more time in role. It made me understand and say okay, I need to stay in this job for a bit longer. Um, but if for some reason an opportunity come up, then you would be able to take that. I think it's worth applying for applying for things, seeing if there are better opportunities out there. If but don't take anything. For the sake of taking a new job because it's it's that bad. You have to weigh everything up. Yeah. yeah. And I think one of the things you have to weigh up is are there opportunities out there? Mm. Don't just take any other job because it's another job. Take something that is genuinely a better, better situation. Yeah. On paper, you never know until you get there because you'll never know the people. Mm. But you can get a certain vibe from those that interview you and the process. Mm. You know, do they send you things on time? And, you know, you know, are they like, oh, sorry, I'm delayed three
0: weeks. I'm always a bit like... Yeah. Yeah. I said so, what well, you are disorganized. <laughs> One of the questions I ask in interviews is what's the clients like? Are they hard to work with? Are they good to work with? And that's that's a question that most people are quite honest with when my line of work. Um, because it makes a massive difference. Because like, you have to I guess brace yourself for difficult clients. But again, if I know that if I'm coming into tough clients but I'm gonna work with good on good projects and good pay, that's a sacrifice I make in my head, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. um yeah. Um, I also, when it comes to work, I also look at look at the job I'm doing every so. I like to recheck myself every so often. Like, look at the job I'm doing. I like, cause jobs evolve. Once you get into a role, you're you're usually not going to be doing that indefinitely. It mm-hmm. grows. People put more work on you, which is always a good thing. I always like to look back and say, if this was a job I'm working in, if this was a job that was advertised right now as it is, would I apply for it? Um, I did it once, and I said no, I wouldn't apply for this job. And I decided, how am I noticing off the back of that?
1: How long had you been in that, that role for that
0: that company? Was I was in there? I was there a year, so I was hired to do a year contract. And it came to the end of the year contract, and they had switched my clients over because one of the other clients preferred working with me, so they made me work on her projects full time. I didn't like her. <laughs> um, I, I that's heard, so unfortunate for you her I didn't mind it was her junior who was just a real bitch yeah like um, and the senior person like me so asked me to work on the project which is fine but then all the projects was run to the junior who was like, she lies you know she, she everything's my fault and she did nothing wrong it's like here's all the emails where you fucked up um, and I, was, I just said to my boss look I can't work with this person anymore like if this, this line of work what you've asked me to do is not what I'd apply for to do so my notice. I think it's a bit easier for you though in your industry maybe because yeah, the work yeah, is yeah. quite
1: is transient in the world like you can move from place to place yeah, but yeah, easily yeah. get jobs so I think that to well, a certain makes sense but it's a bit rude because I to still have to find a job yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I was in a similar situation I mean I have started this role and I've been in it for almost two years now yeah but it hadn't been the job that I applied for for a whole year and a half mm-hmm. and I was like shall I stay in it just stay for a period of time grin and bear it it got to the end of last year the beginning of this year and I was just hating my work. Hating, hating, hating it. So I started applying for jobs. Um, I started getting interviews, so I was happy about that. But I didn't get any of the jobs that I'd applied for. But I understood some of the requirements that were needed for me to get another job. So then it helped me re- like apply my work that I'm doing now in my current role, in my current company, to you know give myself a better chance in future. Mm-hmm. So I was able to grin and bear it, as it were, now. Now. Because in my head, I'm like, okay, I know what people are looking for out in the industry and whatever that I need to do in my job role. Mm-hmm. I can start tailoring the work that I'm doing because my job's a bit, I was able to pick and choose, pick and choose or make the work. It's not like already mm-hmm. set. That being said, as I started to tailor my work or started you know, trying to find opportunities within my company that were um, what people were looking for outside, my work life now is significantly better mm-hmm. because I was able to, I don't know, uh, you know, the work got better the project work got better um, and, and more of what I wanted to do and my work life was just I don't know it' was more bearable where I'm like actually I could stay here for another year now another year and a half two years just because if it stays like this it's a good opportunity
0: when you started your job as well there was no structure to it you're sort of just throwing and be like here do what you have to do there's still not any now but you you form some structure in your head to know this is what I should be looking to do finally yeah, yeah, yeah. so which is great because you used your initiative to do that which... it just took me like a year and a half to realize it yeah yeah, yeah but I guess you you uh, you're at a point where you're like, "This is a great opportunity." And they, there's, I, if I remember, like, they're always saying, "Oh, it's going to get better. It's going to do this. We're going to do that." It just never became any fruitful. Like they were saying, "Oh, yeah," and you, so you were sort of waiting for it. And plus, yeah, it's not your job to be told what your bosses should be telling you to do.
1: I don't think so. And they keep saying to me like Matt, no, you need, to, you need to do this. I'm like, but uh, if I start doing these things, it might not fall in line. with But anyway,
0: <laughs> uh, no, but it's 100. it It is like a double-edged sword. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at one point, somebody just, asked to, do you know what? Um, but then if you do that you, you've not you, they don't have a backbone do you know I mean they, they can't go back and say oh you shouldn't be doing that but like well, you did not tell me I shouldn't be doing that 100%
1: so, yeah, and that was
0: my issue I, so yeah. I don't want to waste all my energy on something that just doesn't come
1: to fruition and as a side note they've decided now to, to hire someone to run our team and the, the director was like you know I know you've been saying it for two years Matt but we finally realised that actually it's true we do need someone to run it and I was like Here's my CV. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do the job though. I don't want to do that job because they're like, oh my. Someone said to me, I heard you're going to go for it. And I was like, I don't want to run this team. I'm still learning. Like, I still, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm not one of those opportunistic people where I'm like, oh, that opportunity's available. Let me just do it, even if I can't do the job. Mm. Um, because there are people that are like that, isn't it? That run a team or something just because they say they can. My old manager was like that when I was in restaurants. And I was like, but she was not capable of doing the job, and it, you know, essentially she failed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At her job, you know, it might have looked on the CV in that respect for her. Mm. Anyway, in terms of this story, I think start applying for some jobs. See where you lie in terms of the industry and if a better opportunity does come up, take that. But don't move sideways or take something less because really, in two years' time, it will fly by and you just need to figure out ways that you can cope with that situation. Is what I would say.
0: Yeah. This is a nice segue into one you want to talk about, isn't it? Feedback. Oh my goodness. So, yeah. This week... So things are going oh, really sorry, well. Sorry, good luck with your
1: good luck of your work situation, listener. Oh. Thank you very much for writing in. Thank you very much for writing in. Yeah, now I hope that um, that somehow helps. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so my work situation is like a lot better at the moment because. Um, I'm happy with myself, and I always put it down to, I know, <gasps> blah, blah, blah. I know. I didn't, I was trying to look at that clock there. All right. But I can still <laughs> the time. To I can't see
0: the time. <laughs> we were just saying that, I've just said to Matt that we're 47 minutes in recording. We're like, oh my God, we talk so much. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't
1: still that fucking awful clock. <laughs> anyway, I can see what's happening on <laughs> uh, Sorry? Um, yeah, go. So my work situation is a lot better than it was before because of that, you know. And I'm happier as a person, and therapy's worked wonders for me. And uh, now I'm going to reduce the number of weeks. I'm going to do it every two weeks because I feel really good at the moment mm. and, and it's going well. And part of that is that work is I've been taking more initiative at work. I've mm. uh, picked up loads of projects. I've created a lot of projects or you know organizations. For what we're doing, and I really put that down to myself. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Work has not supported me in this situation. Um, in fact. I've been doing it, so they're just putting more on me because they can see that I'm trying to be more organized. The person who's supposed to be my manager was covering uh, maternity leave for the operations director. Now she's come back, she sent an email asking for feedback on the person who's supposed to be my manager. The problem is, is I've always been slated for the way that I express myself. Not for the things that I say, like I did say for two years that I need a manager, but I probably said it like, you are stupid, we Mm -hmm. clearly need a manager, something like that, Mm. and, you know, not in a way that was more palatable for their needs. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they want me to give feedback on on his performance, which has only been terrible. Okay. (laughs) There were different questions, Um, like, in your opinion, and this one's that's so vague, like, in your opinion, what is the impression that you got of how he performed in the O.D. role and in the U.P.R.A.D. director role. And I was like, badly? How, how do you say, if, if something's really bad, in your opinion, in my opinion, I, I didn't think he performed well,
0: what am I supposed to say? I mean, you have to be honest in these things. I Is there any glimmer of anything he did good? I'm quite a negative
1: person as it is. Like I, 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 do, I do struggle to see positives when I feel so negative about things Mm -hmm. so that's not a skill of mine I've never had that tact I see it as I see it and I call it as I see it Mm -hmm. but genuinely Mm -hmm. genuinely he has done nothing well nothing and that was one of the questions um what how what do you feel has been his biggest achievement while covering this role (laughs) I, I mean does he show up to work on time is there, is no because <laughs> we don't have the time to be there but I'm saying well you come to this meeting and he just doesn't show up he's accepted it's his meeting oh he doesn't show up
0: I mean if there's genuinely nothing good like is he does he smile at work oh my goodness
1: so the last like couple of weeks before she was coming back we're sitting in meetings it a, a boy bro? meetings a oh, boy right. and he's just sitting there saying nothing it's supposed to be... He, you know, he's standing in this operation director and he's having no input. So there's like three, four of us. Sometimes our meetings are like fucking eight, 12 people in there. Mm-hmm. He's the most senior person in that room. Mm-hmm. Nothing. No input whatsoever. No input, but not no... Direction. If a senior person, yeah, he should be saying like, yes, that's a good idea. No, maybe you should change this. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So uh, Nothing. So we're coming up with these decisions. No input. And then... So in my organisation... That I've been doing recently, I've been holding and running meetings based on my own back, mm-hmm. and he's congratulated me on how well I run them. A couple of people have us all. They said, "Like, how? Like, that's they've never seen me do it before." Mm-hmm. But I, I come in with an agenda. We follow some points. If we go off track, I just bring us back in, mm-hmm. and we leave with some actions.
0: And it's about an hour long. So a good thing then I would say is. You think it's good how he likes to take a really, really, really strong standoff approach and let me take control of the scenario? So I did write the feedback. And what I did <laughs> his greatest achievement was he
1: allowed four other people to do the job that he was supposed to I basically said that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a better way of wording it than what you just said. I wrote, he allowed this person, this person, this person to organize this week-long training in three weeks. Okay. Which is what he was supposed to doing. He should have done it, but also, we knew that this was going to change seven months before the date that they did. He organized it three weeks before the date. We knew seven months that this was the deadline around September time, whatever, or back then, that this was a change that was going to happen. He waited until three weeks. Before that deadline, and I was like, "Well done." And then he's like, "I had to get this ready in three weeks time." Now, one, you didn't do anything. Two, they did it, and it was your fault because you never organised it. Do, do you know his boss? She's the one who asked for the feedback. Right, but do you know her? So I was speaking to one of the uh, the girls at work because she was like, "So I'm a really good favourite at, at the moment because I'm so helpful." Apparently, you know, <laughs> I've, I've stopped speaking the way that I speak. I'm just saying yes to everything. And she was like, you know, you're really in her moment. Like, you should just just tell her. I'm, like, I'm not getting involved. It's kind of like this situation. I don't want to get... I did not want this feedback. Ideally, what i I'd like to do is say nothing. I don't want to be asked. I don't want to get involved in the drama. Right? I don't. I Let them deal with their shit. Mm. But she's bringing me in. Asking me for feedback. And I don't want to. And I've done it. I had to give it. Because the deadline was Thursday.
0: You have to you have to do it. But also, there's, there's in me, there's a whole element of if he's not doing his job and he's getting paid to do his job <clears throat> um, then he's he's not he, he's feeling like the, the company is wasting money but we do that anyway Everyone, there's tons of people that don't do that job I, I know but yeah. there'll come a scenario where you'll get like you know you'll want to go in and you'll be like I've done this I've done this I've done this I've done this I want to pay Rise and you, they'll be like, well, we don't have any money for a budget. And you, then your head, you'll be like, well, you fucking pay this guy. Yeah, this many more. He has to, surely. Do you know what I mean? This many thousand more than me, and I'm doing his job for him. And my therapist said, make sure... are you? And this is like a work thing. She's
1: like, are you recording everything you're doing at the moment? Especially because things going well. And I got a pay rise last year. And I should be... Now I've done the work to deserve it. For sure. And I need to... I need to... Chronicle? Yeah. What's the word? Record everything that I'm doing. Because there's a lot of work at the moment. For that reason. 100%. Because I don't have one to ones because he's supposed to have a one to one. Never have I ever had an appraisal or one to one or anything that I'm not you know a meeting to say how are you doing For mm. the whole year apart from one, which was awful when they told me we're going to suspend your pay increase because I haven't performed last year. I ended up getting it four months later, but yeah, I need to record these things down. Definitely, hundred percent. Anyway. I thought it was just a really awkward situation to be put in for me because I have to see him on a daily basis. And like we're still doing projects now that he didn't organise and he keeps being like, Matt, we've got so much work and keeps like rubbing my shoulders and like being like, Oh, we've got all these things to do. And I'm like, one, don't touch me. We don't have that kind of relationship. Two, the reason why we've got so much work to do is that again, you didn't do what you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. and now we have to try and put
0: something together in a short space of time. With work things. It's very easy to not make it. Well, no, it's
1: very hard to not make it personal. I make things so personal when it comes to people that I don't like. I can't separate it. Yeah.
0: But at the end of the day, work pays your bills. So you... I always... Because I hate people who... There's a girl I used to work with. And she used to... Classic example... I've been chasing tech to get something done. Um, four or five months later, it's still not happening. And I'm like, how is this not happening? You have said this is an easy job. Why is it so hard? No reply. It's just it's nightmare. Is she in that team? No, no, no. Oh. She's on my team. And she then goes to her person she knows, and she then finds a way to get the report. And then rather than say to me, who's your senior, Oh, I got this by the way, we're in this big meeting and we talk about it. And I'm like, and then she goes, Oh, I managed to get this sorted by the way. And I was just like, Wow. Like totally and I was just like Were you in the meeting being like, Oh, they still haven't done it? I was like, Yeah, tech haven't done this, you know, it's been this many months. Um <clears throat> she's like, Oh, I managed to get it done quite easily, here it is. And I was just I was so angry that I, I was like chewing my tongue to stop myself from roaring at her on a call of all these senior people. Um, so in in the workspace, it's very hard to you build. You see people every day, build relationships. At the end of the day, it's in your scenario. It's going to be you or them. There's no friends in work. Do you know what I mean one hundred percent? they pay your bills and when a co- push comes to shove uh, you need to you know especially this person more senior than you you need to go to their boss and say look I don't think this is he's right for the job and here's my reasons why I'm not going to do that you have to no I can't you have to I would never do that there's, a, there, there's I would never do that what happens in the scenario then when you want to grow or something comes up and he's more he's more senior than you so his say will all, all you're doing is highlighting to his boss, we have to word it in a way, like you to highlight to his boss. Oh, hello Alexa. Um, highlight, highlight to his boss that you find there's areas where you don't think he's performing and you can do that as his underemployee because she'll then focus on them and then hold him accountable for everything because that's her job. And, and that's what I'm trying to do. Like, she, we'd
1: had, like, this lunch. And the reason why I say it, I can't do it. it's not that I shouldn't, it's because... Because of my history of like lacking tact and my ability to I, I've, I've really struggled to navigate these conversations mm-hmm. because I've always just been upfront and like direct with what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I say I, I'm not going to do that is because I worry about how I come across because sometimes I feel like I'm just trying to be open and honest, but then some people think I'm just being you know bitchy or something. Mm-hmm. But she did be like she, she did say like, oh you know how are things going?" And then I was like, oh they're okay. Um, it's just I was like there are some things that I need um, a response or acknowledgement for. And I'm not getting that. And she's like, from who? And I was like, just from the people that I need to have acknowledgement um, or decisions being made. Like if someone was on a holiday for three weeks. I can't authorize their holiday because I'm not their manager. Mm-hmm. This person needs to say that. And they didn't. And then she was like, well, why didn't they? And I was like, I don't know, but I'm not getting responses. Can I just speak to you? And she was like, well, I'll find out from who. Who was the person? And I was like, in this instance, it was him. The emails do say, because I sent messages three times saying, the person's going on holiday in three weeks' time. Mm. how are we going to process it are they able to have it two weeks again one week again then the holiday comes and payroll like what's going on and I'm like what can I say mm. I don't know what to say like I'm, I'm asking can this person get paid for holiday or not you know because they're in their probation he's like and then afterwards he sent an email saying we never give holiday and I was like one I'll show you 17 examples where we have mm-hmm. and two it doesn't matter if we don't or what we don't have, we don't have a clear policy on it I just need you to respond and say yes or no so, what's the next steps of his feedback? She gives him the feedback. So it wasn't just me; it was other people. Yeah, so yeah. three hundred and sixty feedback, blah, blah blah. So I don't know because some of the questions are loaded, I think, right? So he um, goes, how- "Go ahead, yeah. Um, <laughs> how are they impacted the ops team? How do you view their check back after meetings? What advice would you give them?" And I don't know. I feel like they're quite. I think they're quite loaded.
0: I don't know. But also, in these scenarios as well, this this the senior person, the, your boss's boss, might know already. She does, because they text her loads while he's away, bitching all about him. Right. So she might then be looking for the paperwork, the official paperwork, to put down to say, we have this issue because... He, I've noticed it and this supports what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, but I don't want to get involved in it because I see him on a daily basis. But you have to, he won't know it was you. Oh, they said she read right specific examples, so mm. I did because I also, mm. and that's a difficult thing as well. I could be like more general and she can show him the feedback, but I also need to. It needs to be substantiated, right? It needs to give the examples of what has happened, but the examples are very specific to events that we'd had. Yeah. So you
0: know, that, you'll know. Well, still, you know what? If he's not professional enough to take on the feedback that has come up and recognise its flaws, then again, I would say because he's she's asked for specific examples. Again, it's not something I would if I asked for specific examples. Just so I know in my head, mm. I would never say in this scenario. And even if I did, and if he, if he, if he if that made your working relationship worse because he was unable to take your feedback, then that will go against him. And all you have to do is say, uh, I, I don't want to get involved, but ever since I give that feedback and I guess your meeting happened, I feel that blah, blah, blah has been treating me a lot differently and mm. I've, I'm struggling in these scenarios. Um, I hope nothing I was said was contentious or how would you suggest I handle this situation? She's not, She all she can say is leave with me.
1: Yeah, it's true, and it's it is fair, and I don't have a problem with confrontation or saying it directly to people. Part of it is I prefer to say it to him, but obviously that's where like you mm. know those feelings get involved. You have to go stuff. through channels. Yeah. But well, more so not to say it to him because I want to tell you to your face, but I'm an open person in that respect. I think if I can type it and send it to someone else behind your back, I mm. should be able to give... If you want the opportunity to ask me in person, I'll most certainly tell you. Yeah. And do you remember when I told you when I had that 360 feedback when it was like just bombarded on me all of a sudden? Yeah. And even though it really hurt me and I was I was taken aback, ever since that point, and everyone, that's what they're referring to is like, oh, you've taken the feedback on so well because I was like afterwards, you know what? If this is their impression of me and I don't mean to have it, mm. then I'll take the feedback on and... You know, mm. it's, showing how you, how you grow. it's showing now. Showing now. It's how you grow.
0: Well, there we go. Good luck. I
1: just luck want to it, when he ugh, when she has meeting with him, I have no idea. He uh, <laughs> comes to me up. like as
0: well. He should, if he comes up and if he comes up and says anything, so I'm not like, wrong though, and I know I'm wrong. So I've got the examples and the emails and all that sort of shit. If he comes up and says anything except for "I'm really sorry" or "Look, I didn't realize how bad this was," then good for him. But if he comes up and says like "How dare you?" be like. I don't know, but I'm sure it will work out for you. It's good that you're in such a good place of work though. Yeah. Get rid of this sloppy person. <laughs>
1: so bad. I'm so disorganized.
0: <laughs> no. um, okay. I have an agony situation. Okay. Um, this person wrote and said, I've been friends with this guy for three years but I'm now in love with him. He's getting married in a few months. What should I do? Greg- Gregory is 27. He needs to do nothing. Well, this is it. I say what you should do, you should be happy for him. Uh, You see, here's the problem, Gregory, and everyone out there listening who don't know how to get what they want, You get left on the side. I'm sorry, but you blew it. And it's such a tricky thing
1: because... You need to be open and honest and, you know, you need to, you know, just say it. If you're
0: friends of somebody, you're you're risking that friendship. Do you know what I mean? If you're friends of somebody and you're developing feelings for them, because I've been in that scenario where I've been friends of somebody and I just, I know I'm not their type. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I was infatuated, mm. like, but I just know I'm not his type. So I'm not going to spoil because we have a really good friendship. Was that it? Oh my God. I, 100%. Oh, I thought you were being quite superficial about that. No, I was oh. like, oh, um, but I just know I'm not his type. So I was just, I was like, I'm not spoiling this friendship. Um, you right. The back of my knees are really sweaty. See, going to rub it on the cushion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <there's laughs> you could have got toilet roll uh, you, you carry on <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah so yeah, I'm not, not going to spoil our friendship um, but definitely don't go up to somebody and say hey you're getting married in a few months I love you now's not the time I'm sorry you've messed this Gregory 100% because this
1: is not a TV show or a film right and I've expressed to you loads of times oh you mean life forward life isn't yeah, this yeah. is not a romantic situation whereby you're going to tell them before they get married and they're going to have like this moment of...
0: I love you too. Oh my God, I
1: didn't realise. Yeah.
0: Like, and and um, some slow ballad rock song yeah, in the background. Yeah.
1: Now you're putting them in a situation where they need to start choosing. So, There's I no mean, choice. I there's two parts of it. Like, There's no telling choice. Your friend, I think if you're friends with someone mm-hmm. and it's, it's worse if they're in a relationship for sure, but if they're not in a relationship, I, I I think it's, it's nowadays, I think it's right to be open. When I fell for the people that I fell for, that I was friends with, and, and thought I, w- I was in a relationship or they were in a relationship, mm-hmm. so there I didn't say anything, because I don't think it was right for me to say anything while I'm in a relationship, mm-hmm. because I should break up with the person if I'm saying, oh, we need to talk about it more than anything. Mm-hmm. Not necess- I need to be open about that. But if that person is in a relationship, I think it's wrong for me, to do something to jeopardise their relationship. 100%. Um, unless I was willing to tell them on the relationship and then leave the situation forever. Yeah. You risk you, you risk
0: losing that friendship. Joe. You know that, that friendship's over. Regardless of what, whether they're getting married or not, Is you're saying. Well, no, I'm saying if, if you're going to tell your friend that you're in love with them and they're in a relationship, I mean... Because they need to remove themselves from you then. Well... I mean, it depends, I guess, how, much, how deep the attraction is. I've had friends who've been attracted to me, and it's never been an issue.
1: This is serious. What this person no, is saying I know, is serious. But, yeah, but this person... He's in love. Yeah. This is not like, oh, they're banging.
0: Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, it depends, that's what I said, it depends on how deep the attraction is. I'm going to take it as the words that it's are saying, that he's in love, oh, yeah, this no. person. Yeah, now this is person. Literally, literally considering love.
1: telling them before this person gets married. No, absolutely not. Don't do that. <sighs> I think we can agree do not Mm there are things that you should do is remove yourself you can't be friends with the person if this is what you think or you need to learn to deal with it yeah you know but I think it's wrong to tell the person Uh that you have feelings for them in this situation because you left it yeah because you left it because you left it if it was earlier it's bad if they weren't engaged right if they were in a Mm -hmm. relationship but
0: but even in in the engagement level I would never be if somebody's engaged I wouldn't be now is the time to tell them I think even at that point, you're too
1: late. I mean, even before that, say if they were a year and a half in the relationship and not yeah. three or, or, you know, like, if that person was in a relationship for eight months. A solid relationship, no matter how long. Yeah, even a solid one. I still think it's... I just don't think it's the right thing to do. No, I'm saying, yeah. Because so, you're putting, what you're doing is you're putting your feelings onto them. Mm-hmm. You're now making it their issue, which is not fair. Mm-hmm. Now you're putting them in a precarious situation because they need to, I don't know, tell their partner or... Stop speaking to you. Mm-hmm. You you're making your your problem their problem, right? And that's not fair. You need to learn how to deal with it. You either need to remove yourself from the situation because it's wrong to try and jeopardize their relationship and mm-hmm. deal with your feelings in some way. Um, you either need to tell them them bounce mm-hmm. or
0: learn to be able to, to deal with it. No, don't even tell them then bounce. I, I wouldn't. That's the that. worst out of all the options, by yeah. the way. That's not the right one. Yeah, don't ever. I wouldn't. Even, don't. That's not an option. Yeah. You don't. You don't do that like if you do that you're a dick because you're still doing the same problem 100 percent. but you're then just you're, you're doing the right thing by exiting i would just rather than hurt somebody else or confuse somebody else just exit mm. I and mean, you run the risk then of that person being like if you're really good friends, being like i don't see you as much you have to just lie and say i'm really busy or until because your feelings will die down like over time
1: i don't know it's tough mm. do you think there's a situation or way because then there is another thing is there a way that you, you can express it, but not saying, oh, I love you, do you love me? back?" more like, listen, I need help dealing with this situation and saying, I, we're really good friends. I don't mean to jeopardize your relationship. There are just certain things that are happening that I, I really struggled to deal with, and I need your help. And it's similar to my very recent situation where I was like, we need to be able to deal with this. Do you, do you reckon there's a, a more respectful way of saying that?
0: It depends on that person some people can, it depends on how they process things like feelings and stuff. Like they could be somebody, if, if somebody's if they're mature enough to be like, cool, I totally get it. Like,
1: blah, blah, blah. It's more about your relationship with that person, isn't it? Your friendship. How how good is your friendship?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if, what I'm saying is if, if, if I was saying to somebody, oh, hey, i developed these feelings for you. Um, well, I don't think it's anything I could ever say. I've done it before. Oh, I don't know. What did you say? I said,
1: I know that you don't like me, but and I've really tried to deal with it in certain ways, although in hindsight, I didn't deal with it well, whatever. But I, I need to let you know that I have feelings for you, quite deep feelings, and I do want to be your friend still but I don't know how to deal with so many situations. Like sometimes I do get a bit jealous if you, I see you getting with someone else mm-hmm. or, you know, the reason why I'm craving certain things or responses from you is because of these reasons why, and I don't know what to do. And we end up having quite a long, couple of conversations about it actually. Um, the result of that being, we don't speak now mm. <laughs> um, at all. Well, I mean, that's just that's sad. It is sad. But it's like the risk that you say. Yeah. Um, and it's difficult when you catch those feels, but you have to be prepared to... In that respect, if you're going to express how you feel, you also need to be prepared for the fact that your relationship might end and you have 100%. to deal with those feelings as well. But it is good in terms of the sense of knowing. Because say if this person's questioning whether this person might actually have feelings
0: for them. Mm. This, this The scenario just is, the le- in my head, the lesser of the two evils. Because everything's on the table then. And... You're able. You're able to, as a person, move on, knowing that you did all you could do. And there'll be some sort of loss, but again, you'll you'll grow up, you'll you'll pick it up and move on. Do you know it's going to be
1: hurt anyway in this situation. Yeah. There's no no denying when you catch the
0: feels, someone's going to get hurt. Yeah. What's worse is liking someone, them not knowing, and not you're not willing to do anything about it. Because you have to then process it and fight with it every
1: single time you see them. But we just said don't. We just said do that. That was the thing we just said.
0: Yeah, well, we're saying it because... Well, there's, there's, not, there's not a good scenario. I This guy's about to get married. That's totally different. Yeah. Like, I'm saying in in your scenario, that guy isn't, wasn't about to get married, was he? No, he's single. Yeah, exactly. So... It's different when somebody's in a relationship.
1: For sure. Yeah. But there's still an element of having to tell them, I guess. If you're friends with them.
0: No. No. Because people who are in relationships... Single people have more free time. People in relationships don't have more free time. If you're... If somebody... In my my head only. If, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're about to ruin their relationship when you could easily not just do that. Or mess up with their head when you cannot do it. You... You as a single person and them as a person, personal couple, you'll have more free time so you can go meet new people. They're less likely to notice that you're, because they have somebody else all the time. They've, mm. They have a best friend for life now. So they're less likely to notice that void than you. So I think that's a bit different.
1: It's difficult because you do want to be honest and open with your friends. I think there is an element with that person, like you say, being in a relationship it be, I don't think you should do it if the, the, the intention is to see whether they have similar feelings for you. I think that's bad. But there an element where, like, you know, in love, you've got to be selfish and all that sort of shit, mm-hmm. right? Um, see how much you can actually deal with these feelings. Not on your own, but not involving those people. I think it's a bad idea to go and try and see whether they have the same feelings as you, mm-hmm. to be honest. And I do believe that the feelings do wane. Sometimes they do take a long
0: time. Um, yeah, they can. But they do. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, you blew it this time, Gregory. You blew it. That's so harsh. <laughs> it's true, though. No. He did. He did. He sh- no, he it did. didn't blow it. It's a difficult situation to be in. It's a difficult situation, but don't say anything this time, Gregory. Try not to get in the situation again, Gregory. You can't... Okay, you need to
1: stop talking. You can't choose or try not to get the situation. But um, And it isn't don't say anything to him. It's just, I think, try and deal with it not involving that individual at this point
0: so don't say anything to them to them yeah of course that's what speak i mean to your other friends speak to people in certain situations yeah, yeah but you're not going to say anything you're not you're, you're going to be happy for your friend who's getting married mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah let them get married yeah. it's now that they're getting married leave it be mm-hmm.
0: um, don't attend the wedding what <laughs> i wouldn't uh, do i what Watch the someone the someone you love if this is your good friend, they invite you to your wedding. You can't just be like, "I'm not going to go." I have
1: something else on that day. So Absolutely, send not. them a nice card. And the thing it. is, it's that kind of thing that you do where you talk to yourself and you're like, "Oh, I shouldn't go," and then you'll go and then you'll just be like, <laughs> "It's the kind yeah. of thing that we do in it. Like, it's just yeah. stupid shit. You put yourself in the situation that you know that you shouldn't have done it,
0: but you do. do. You have to do it. I do attend. I'm joking. Do attend the wedding. Yeah, but stay strong. Yeah, get with somebody else at the wedding.
1: We don't know whether it's like a whole gay situation, do we? No. Great. Because it'd be so different if it was like a straight man. Uh, would it be different? No, you can't. It doesn't that's different. You'd have to be someone that you think might be able to reciprocate the feelings. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I get what you mean. Because
0: Oh, like a, a gay a gay guy in love with a straight friend.
1: That's less that's the bit more straightforward, like just don't say anything. There's no need there's no chance of reciprocation. Or a straight guy in love with a girl, you get married.
0: I feel like a small so situation at least. In reasons. my head, it's a gay guy who loves his gay friend that's what I, that's um, what I think yeah. it is but yeah Oh. well we better wrap up so good luck Gregory and I'm really sorry Um, but thanks again it's for horrible when that happens it really is yeah it's not nice it's not nice so that's it Matt What this is god it's so hot today I'm going to sit in sunbath naked now yay <laughs> Uh. Oh no talent no talent what have you got planned for the rest of the day I don't know I rest of the, the week I need to find a job
1: we're going to rugby so I've got a third date with a guy and I, re- I and I I've got the feels a little bit as well uh-huh. yeah so you seen him that was week? something I wanted to talk about as well actually well next week I know I know mm-hmm. um, but yeah i have seeing him I'm seeing him on Friday I was like maybe we should have a date where we don't need to worry about just work the next day
0: mm. just in case just in case mm-hmm.
1: um, and also the Great British Bake Off starts this week yeah do you watch it? No. you can't it's like your nightmares. Yes. all of these delicious gluten-y treats that you just cannot <laughs> eat they do more like alternatives like gluten-free weeks and you yeah. free from weeks but yeah I do, I do I
0: do I did just I used to watch a Shop when it came out amazingly I just love it this is before I was gluten-free you don't choose to not watch it because of the gluten do you? made it harder to watch it that's tough. because I used to love bacon as well yeah bacon um, or baking i joking <laughs> I used to love it and now I just can't do it. But well, I can't do it, but it's just hard. I mean a really nice
1: pellet. I mean I'm tortured by it as well because all I want to eat is those treats, but I can't. So it's the same I guess. Mm.
0: But you can if you wanted to. Do. I could make it. The- yeah, I could. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna start watching Mindhunter on Netflix. A lot of people have been speaking about yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen that a lot. Uh, I'm reading Lord of the Rings at the minute, so I'm gonna get on with that. I might read that in the sun with a cup of coffee. I mean I don't know, I don't I'm gonna have a chill one. I had a really good time yesterday playing the game with you, so basically Matt and I went last night. We went with a group of friends to well, Flight a Club. Group of your friends, people like yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> um, except for Jordan. And we all went, <laughs> we went to Flight Club, which is sort of it was darts and drinks. Which in my head sounded really shit, but it was a lot of fun. Oh, one of my favorite things. It is so much fun, and I won. And I came second.
1: Yay! Yeah, yeah, There's yeah.
0: a point in it. At one point, we thought the game had lost. We crashed because the thing crashed, the computer crashed, but yeah you came first i came second and i think me coming second was a great achievement given that i was one game behind everyone because you already played a game before i arrived so technically i should have won
1: no but you might have come last there i
0: wouldn't have i won <laughs> um it was good fun and then we went we just went back to mats and ordered pizza and we played what was it called tower four on the switch Tower Fall on the switch, and poor Matt had to put up with my shit. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> and he could tell, he got to look at me, and I couldn't look at him. Uh, <laughs> I could feel your eyes uh, inside, like, me. i like, oh, God. Do you know when the, your dog's done something wrong, and it gives you that look? And it took 15 50 minutes to beat one boss. It took 50. over an hour, because we played yeah, it before yeah. the dinner came. We paused it. Pizza came, we ate. And yeah, it was <laughs> insane. Yeah, Partly no so it was a hard boss yeah it was hard but also worse because I kept dying every two minutes and you had to come and save me yeah you just need to stay alive that, stay <laughs> alive I'll do the rest just stay alive get stay alive yeah I <laughs> <laughs> but then, because I'm, then I got in the scenario where I was like because I'm okay I'll not do anything I'll be like your psychic and then I get bored and I just look at what you're doing and I forget and I get killed and then yeah, and yeah. yeah it was fun but I definitely want to get a switch It's good good game um, alright let's wrap up yeah right uh thanks everyone for listening um thanks everyone for writing in we do love it uh when people do um give us feedback and give us scenarios to talk about uh we also love reviews so please feel free if you're an apple user to leave (coughs) reviews or if you use soundcloud i think soundcloud allows you to leave or stitcher one of the soundcloud or stitcher lets you leave reviews um as well so even if you don't use them if you want to go on and do it be great because it really supports us and um, please share and let people know what you listen to if you really enjoy it because again word of mouth is how we grow the podcast so thanks everyone have a lovely week actually yeah you too Matt it's weird that I get to see I think it's better recording face to face because we have body language and
1: you know well let's see what it sounds like yeah I think so but we end up talking more I thought we talked less I've seen you like four times this week I know I know <laughs>
0: Because we've got stories that we can relate to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have more than all my life except for CrossFit.
1: Not yet. Soon. Yeah, soon. there's <laughs> <laughs> something you won't say. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought we were going to talk about things that we weren't No, no, You're we're sweet. not talking anything about my no, personal it's life. It's just me, just me and my personal
0: life. Gonna get in trouble. I'm. Um, there's nothing to report in my personal life. Okay.
1: All right. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.